There's Father's Day, and then there's Father's Day at Lowe's, where Dad can experience it all. Like a Craftsman 224-piece mech set for $129. And a Blackstone griddle starter kit, including cover and accessories for $198. So this year, let Dad loose at Lowe's. Home to any budget, home to any possibility. While supplies last, Craftsman tool set and Blackstone griddle starter kit offer available 610 through 623, U.S. only. The Oracle Network. Look deeper. Due to the mature content of this program, listener discretion is advised. Thanks for tuning back into The Depth of Darkness, the podcast that dives deep into all things dark and wrong in this world. Just Mandy here, writing this one out solo today. So, welcome back, everybody. Uh, this week's episode is probably going to be a bit shorter than our most recent episodes. And reason being, both Hugh and I are actually getting over not feeling well. I myself, I'm getting over a bad cold, so I don't know if you can tell by my voice, I sound extra manly today. Manly Mandy, how's that for you? So it's just a cold, no Rona. Don't worry, it's okay. I'm at the very tail end of it, so it's almost gone. But on top of that, Hugh actually has some serious uh, back issues. He has issues with his back. I'm not going to go into detail just for privacy reasons, but due to that, he's been dealing with it, some flare-ups. So to help us both recover quickly, as quickly as possible, we actually decided to take it easy this week and give you a movie review. So this is kind of, we love movie reviews, you know we love horror movies, so we love doing these, but at the same time we also love doing more in-depth research and goofy topics for you guys. So this one is going to be taking it a little bit easier, so we hope you guys still enjoy it nonetheless. With that being said, the movie I'm actually going to be reviewing today is one that I came across quite a few years back, and that movie is The Midnight Meat Train. And before we go any deeper into this, I wanted to note that it is, in fact, a horror movie. If you guys haven't heard of it, it is a horror movie, and it's not a porno flick. I know by the name, when I tell people that, you know, the Midnight Meat Train, they're like, uh, what? (laughs) It's not a porno, I promise. Uh, There may be porno spoofs with that same name, but the movie I'm going to be reviewing is, in fact, a horror movie. And uh, I know some of you are probably concerned, so just wanted to clear that up ahead of time. So... I'm going to be reading some information from our beloved wikipedia.org. And um, to give you the plot, this is where I'm going to get it from, is from Wikipedia, to give you a real in-depth plot as well as some detailed information about the movie. So, without further ado, let's dive deep into the Midnight Meat Train. 
To start off, The Midnight Meat Train is a 2008 horror film based on Clive Barker's 1984 short story of the same name, which can be found in Volume 1 of Barker's collection, Books of Blood. The film follows a photographer who attempts to track down a serial killer dubbed the quote-unquote Subway Butcher and discovers more than he bargained for under the city streets. The film was directed by Ryui Kitamura, I apologize if that's butchered, no pun intended, and stars Bradley Cooper, Leslie Bibb, Brooke Shields, Roger Bart, Ted Raimi, and Vinnie Jones. Its script was adapted by Jeff Buller, the producer was Tom Rosenberg of Lakeshore Entertainment, and it was released on August 1st, 2008. Producer Joe Daly, a longtime friend of Bueller's, brought the two writers together and helped develop the script, along with producers Anthony de Blasi and George Soraligi. I'm so sorry, I suck at these names. Uh, your ears are probably so uh, molested right now, my apologies. Anyways, for their and Clive Barker's production company, Midnight Picture Show... Huh, midnight all around the place here. Midnight Meat Train, Midnight Picture Show. There you go, hand in hand. Which was responsible for The Book of Blood the next film adaptation from the anthology of short stories that spawned the Midnight Meat Train. All right, there you go. Now, just going off of that, one thing I wanted to mention, just going off of what we just read, that little excerpt intro from Wikipedia, you can clearly tell this movie was set up to succeed just with the cast alone. It has some amazing actors and actresses in it. And whether or not it did succeed... Mm, that's going to be subjective, and we'll get into that in a bit, so don't worry, I got you on this, (laughs) boo-boo. The plot of the movie goes as this, so now I'm going to go over the full in-depth plot quotage from Wikipedia. Start of plot quote. Leon is a photographer who wants to capture unique, gritty shots of the city. He is crushed when, instead of giving him his big break, gallery owner Susan criticizes him for not taking enough risks. Emboldened whatever the hell that means, he ends into the city subway system at night where he takes pictures of an impending sexual assault before saving the woman. The next day, he discovers that she has gone missing. Intrigued, he investigates reports of similar disappearances. His investigation leads him to a butcher named Mahogany, who he suspects has been killing subway passengers for the past three years. Leon presents his photos to the police, but Detective Hadley disbelieves him. Leon's involvement quickly turns into a dark obsession, upsetting his girlfriend Maya, who is also disbelieving of his story. Leon follows Mahogany onto the last subway train of the night, only to witness a bloodbath. The butcher kills several passengers and hangs their bodies on meat hooks. After a brief scuffle with Mahogany, Leon passes out on the train. He awakes the next morning in a slaughterhouse with strange markings carved into his chest. A concerned Maya and her friend Jurgis examine Leon's photos of Mahogany, leading them to the killer's apartment. After breaking in, Jurgis is captured, though Maya escapes with timetables that record over a hundred years of murders on the subway. She goes to the police, but finds Hadley still skeptical. When Hadley presses Maya to return the timetables, she demands answers. At gunpoint, Hadley directs her to take the midnight train to find Jurgis. Leon heads to a hidden subway entrance in the slaughterhouse, arming himself with several knives. Okay, so kind of all over the place there, but just remember that, remember Leon, he's the photographer, played by Bradley Cooper. He is the one who woke up in the slaughterhouse with markings on his chest. His girlfriend and her friend were trying to, you know, find him, trace it back to, you know, the murderer, this guy named Mahogany. And apparently he's in the slaughterhouse, you know, 
armed with several knives, obviously, Slaughterhouse. So I, I know it's all over the place. So I kind of wanted to bring it back. But he, meaning Leon, boards the train as Mahogany completes his nightly massacre and corners Maya. Leon attacks the murderer with a knife, and the two fight in between the swinging human flesh. Gross. <laughs> uh, I don't know why the word flesh bothers me, but it does. Human body parts are ripped, thrown, and used as weapons. Jurgis, hung from a meat hook, dies when he is gutted. The train reaches its final stop, a cavernous abandoned station filled with skulls and decomposing bodies. The conductor appears, advising Leon and Maya to step away from the meat. The true purpose of the abandoned station is revealed, as reptilian creatures enter the car and consume the bodies of the murdered passengers. Leon and Maya flee into the cavern. Mahogany, battered, fights to the death with Leon. After Leon stabs a broken femur through his throat, great. Mahogany only grins in his dying throes, saying, Welcome. Lovely. The conductor tells Leon the creatures have lived beneath the city long before the subway was even constructed, and the butcher's job is to feed them each night to keep them from attacking subway riders during the day. Oh, how generous. He picks up Leon and, with the same supernatural strength as the deceased butcher, rips out Leon's tongue and eats it. The conductor brings Leon's attention to Maya, who has been knocked unconscious and is lying on a pile of bones. The conductor forces Leon to watch as he cuts Maya's chest open to remove her heart. He says that, having killed the butcher, Leon must take his place. Detective Hadley hands the train schedule to the new butcher, who wears a ring with the symbol of the group that feeds the creatures. The killer walks onto the midnight train and reveals himself as Leon. All right. This plot is pretty loaded, and in all honesty, I honestly think it could have been much better without the concept of those reptilian creatures feasting on the butchered train passengers. That's just my opinion. That was a lot to digest. <laughs> no pun intended. But, I mean, it, it was a lot to digest, all in all. But I think it could have been much better if they didn't go that route of feeding these, like, long-time living reptilian creatures underneath the subway. I mean, it, it's cool if you're into, like, sci-fi and all that, but... I like sci-fi, but this just didn't do it for me, I'll be honest. Again, just my opinion. In my opinion, I'm going to say that a lot because it is just my opinion. Take that with a grain of salt. I think if the plot took a different turn and instead of harvesting these bodies, you know, after they've been butchered and feeding them to these creatures, instead of doing that, just if the subway was just an underground mode of transportation, you know, for the black market, that's what I'm thinking would have been better. Something more real and raw and grotesque like that something that actually will does happen something that actually does happen in today's world you know the the concept of reptilians we went over that in a previous episode if you guys haven't listened to that yet go back listen to it you'll hear all about my opinion on that but if instead of keying in on those reptilian creatures and it was all kind of like sacrificial to feed these beings Instead of going that route, I think it would have been much more beneficial for this movie if they focused more on, you know, those body parts being transported to the black market, you know, being sold for mass amounts of money for people who are extremely wealthy or all over the country, whatever, whatever, you know, the black market, you guys know what that is. So if that would have been its key focus, I think that would have been better. And it could have taken a really, really creepy turn. This was still creepy, but it just, I don't know, it... It was like a complete plot twist I just wasn't ready for, and I, I wasn't really feeling it, to be honest. But again, personal opinion. 
you know, the mere concept of something with a black market. Okay, I'm going to go back with that. The mere concept of something like that happening where people get butchered on a train at night, their bodies are cut up and dismembered and spread all throughout the world on this black market, you know, that, in my opinion, would have been so much more frightening. And I think it would have actually grabbed the attention of the viewer much more heavily versus the direction the movie took with those reptilians. So that's where I was going with that. Now, with that said, much like Hugh likes to do on his reviews, I'm going to give The Midnight Meat Train my personal rating on <laughs> Hugh's personal stinkometer. I just love that, so I wanted to include that. So on, on, <laughs> on Hugh Jass's stinkometer, I'm going to give The Midnight Meat Train a solid two farts. <laughs> so if you guys follow it, the more farts, the better. And obviously, I only give this two, so it's not really good in my opinion. I don't really enjoy it. With any movie review, especially when it comes to horror, I always highly suggest you go watch the movie for yourself and build your own opinion of it. This was just my opinion on the movie, and overall, I really didn't care for it. Now, if you go to the Rotten Tomatoes site and look at the reviews there, there's actually a crap ton of people who rave about this movie. And, you know, it... it Devil's Advocate here, it did have some great parts to it, I'm not going to lie. It had, it had obviously some great actors. It had Leslie Bibb, it had Bradley Cooper, among others, and some beautiful, and I mean beautiful, cinematography. Some of the shots in this film were beautiful. And, you know, it's not ironic that the main character was a photographer. It just, some parts of it were beautifully done, and I can't downgrade that. But, <laughs> but, the plot just ruins it completely for me overall. And... You know, I'll, I'll leave the Wikipedia link as well as those Rotten Tomato reviews down below if you want to read it in more detail. But definitely, definitely, guys, I recommend you give it a watch and be sure to let us know what you thought of it. That's always good. We want to communicate with you guys. This is our opinion. If you guys want to take it and, you know, completely go off of our opinion and not watch this movie, that's cool. You know, that's okay. But at the same time, I do recommend you watch it because you guys might end up loving it. You know, it's, it's all subjective. We all have our own opinions, our own preferences. So what I might not like, you guys might really like. So definitely go give it a watch. Make your own opinions of it. But with that, we're now approaching those dreaded closing statements. So buckle up. Hold on for your life. And off we go. If you really enjoy our show and want to help spread that dark cheer, please share our content with your family and friends through social media, and also be sure to rate and review us on Apple iTunes or wherever else you're able to leave a review. We are still doing our sticker giveaway, so if you leave us a five-star review and rating, just take a screenshot of the review, let us know where to send your sticker, and BAM! You got yourself a DoD sticker, my friend! To support our show even further, you also have the option to become a patron of our Dark Abyss. Patrons get exclusive access to bonus content, Patreon-exclusive giveaways and merch, and a whole bunch more. Oh yeah, a whole bunch more. The link to our Patreon tiers are down below for your viewing pleasure. Go give it a looky. And that's all for now, folks. As always, we thank you for tuning in to another episode of Depth of Darkness. And until next time, bye. Annie had an earache on a Saturday of all days. 
So her mom brought her to Minute Clinic at CVS, where you can see a provider, fill a prescription, and grab essentials like pain relief products, all in one visit, even on evenings and weekends. You can even see us online with telehealth options. For quality, affordable care on your schedule, visit Minute Clinic at CVS. That's healthier made easier. Services vary by location. See MinuteClinic.com for details. At Capella University, education is as smart as the world around us. With the FlexPath format, you can take classes at your own pace, set your own deadlines, and even leverage your previous experience to move faster. Now that's smart. Learn more at capella.edu.